the Healthionomics podcast starts now. This is the Health Anomics Podcast, episode number 10. Welcome, everybody, and special welcome to those of you listening for the first time. In today's episode, I chat with Saul Orell from examine.com. Saul founded Examine, which is an online resource that presents unbiased research on supplements and nutrition. Saul and I chat about how the supplement industry is flawed and how Examine hopes to help people make good nutritional decisions, the most widely used supplements that are a waste of money, the supplements that Saul and I take, how to use Reddit to learn more about health and fitness, and Saul's number one supplement recommendation. We're also giving away two copies of Examine's Supplement Goals Reference Guide. Keep listening to find out how you can win. I have a copy of the guide and I must say it's my go-to resource for all things supplement related. And the cool thing is that if you buy it, the guide is updated each morning so you have the most up-to-date supplement information for life. Uh, that's a really cool aspect of the guide and um, what a good value at 39 bucks. I mean, you've got a guide for, for life. Now, before we get into the interview, I ask you to please leave a review for the podcast on iTunes. Whether you like it or think it sucks, an honest review would be much appreciated and reviews go a long way to helping the podcast reach new listeners on iTunes. All right, enough of the preamble. Let's get into it. Okay, everybody. He, I am excited here to introduce you to Saul Orwell. I actually met Saul oh, about two months ago. We went for a coffee and um, sort of met uh, online. I guess I, I signed up to the uh, Saul's uh, company, which we'll talk uh, about uh, his uh, newsletter, and he got in touch with me. Anyways, um, we will talk about that later. But anyway, Saul, welcome. Uh, I'm very glad to be here. Thank you for having me. No worries, buddy. It's, uh, been, this has been a conversation uh, that's long overdue. So let's start with uh, your background, sort of who you are, you know, where you're from, what you what you took in school or university, and uh, and what you're up to now. What I'm doing now, right? So uh, honestly, when when people ask, you know, who are you and what have you done and whatnot, uh, I, I believe the honest truth is I'm kind of like the immigrant dream. Uh, I moved to Canada for high school, um, and I started dabbling around on the web pretty much immediately. My actual undergrad degree was in computer engineering, but it was more just kind of honestly to get my parents off my back. You know, <laughs> I was either engineering or, or doctor, and I decided engineering would take less time. Um, you know, I went in with a full scholarship, and I lost it pretty much within the first six months. I was just busy building my own stuff. And by the time I came out of university, I had my own uh, corporation by then, and it was doing well. And, you know, as an engineer, a lot of it is just kind of processes and, and making systems in place and whatnot. So around the mid-2000s, I essentially retired. Uh, I wasn't really interested in the rat race, you know, making millions and whatnot. If that's what you want, that's cool, but that's not for me. I'd rather make a decent chunk of change and I'd rather go traveling and whatnot, which is exactly what I did. So I traveled around the States. I lived in South America for a while. And I was in Manhattan before I came back to Toronto. Kind of felt like staying in one place for a while. And when I got back, I got to admit I was pretty unhealthy. Um, in Argentina, they do delivery, online delivery of ice cream. 
And, oh boy. Yeah, it's incredibly cheap. And, you know, so every night I was downing a liter of Dulce de Leche con Brownie or whatnot ice cream. <laughs> and then in Manhattan, I lived literally right above a bakery. Like I was the storefront and there was windows right above and that was me. And so every day, you know, you'd wake up and you smell these fresh cookies and I'd go down. And, and New York's just amazing for cookies and other baked goods. And so by the time I came back to Toronto, I was pretty unhealthy, pretty out of shape. And so, you know, job number one was to get back in shape. So work-wise, you were, uh, I mean, you're working a lot of computer work, so you're, you're sitting down a lot. Yeah, um, I mean, my- were you exercising at this point or not really? No, not really. I mean, I used to walk around. I mean, I have a dog, so in Manhattan, I'd go for a walk, you know, a good 20, 30-minute walk. I was playing soccer for a while, but then I tore my ACL, so that kind of went out the window too. Um, I'll admit it was a pretty sedentary lifestyle. But even then, it wasn't like I was working much. It was just kind of I was relaxing or messing around or reading books. I love to read. So it was just, I was pretty sedentary, I will admit. Um, And so I came back to Toronto and I decided, you know, time to get back in shape. And I know the first thing I did was I bought a pedometer and I made sure I hit at least 10,000 steps a day. I think that's kind of one of those, you know, you get small victories and and you build on top of that. And that was mine. And it, it did a lot of good to me. But as I learned, and you know, it's just in my nature. And again, I just had so much time because there was no job really taking up my time. You know, I started researching, kind of learning kinesiology, nutrition, metabolism, all that kind of stuff. And, and it was really interesting. But what kind of bugged me was that there was no good or reliable kind of reference site. You know, you go to these forums and, and there's a lot of intelligent people. I mean, Alan Aragon, right? He's one of the moderators on bodybuilding.com nutrition supplementation sections. And he'd write something intelligent and it might be around for a few days, but then it gets lost. Right. People don't really search for the forums. They don't really go through them. Some people do, but most people don't. And, and, so, and some of the best stuff, I mean, isn't that searchable? I mean, just because you find something doesn't mean it's it's right or, or well written. Right? That's the other problem. Right. You don't really have a way of knowing if the information is useful or not. I mean, Google's pretty terrible with forums. Forum searches are pretty terrible themselves. You don't really know what's worthwhile reading and what's not. And so, I mean, there is a lot of good information being lost, admittedly also a lot of bad information, but this good information is just kind of disappearing on the web, and, and it kind of works me, to be honest, right? I mean, uh, I'm, I'm a pretty heavy user of Reddit, and Reddit's extremely time-based, and nobody really uses a search, and I learned something really interesting about Creighton, for example, and how it works and whatnot, and then a week later, you'd see someone asking the same question, and you refer them to that link, and then... A week later, again and again and again, and eventually you're just like, I wish there was one place where I could just send them and say, hey, just read this before you come asking these questions. Yeah. And- just let's go back to Reddit for one sec, if you don't mind. Um, you know, I, I've been on there, and I, it's a beast of a site. I mean, I think they say it's the it's the start of the Internet. or, or the homepage of the Internet. That's- the homepage of the Internet, that's it. Um, how... How can people use Reddit? I mean, just from a health and fitness perspective, like, um, you know, I've been on there and it's just, there's a whole whack load of information. Um, So so how did you use it? (laughs) Well, I mean, again, I'm a computer engineer, so I've actually been registered on Reddit for seven plus years now. And I think it's barely eight eight years old. So I'm kind of one of those old hats. Early adopters. Yeah, yeah. I've been around from the start. And the way Reddit works basically is essentially the world's largest forum. And instead of just being time-based, it's kind of time-based plus users vote up and vote down what they find useful. It's kind of a combination of the two. And so Reddit is basically a bunch of subreddits, which is basically, you know, forum categories if you want. So one of the biggest ones is actually Reddit Fitness, which has got, I think, 
three or four hundred thousand users that are subscribed to it that see its updates and whatnot. So, you know, Reddit Fitness has a really nice FAQ, to be honest. Mm -hmm. uh, it's been developed by the community over years and years now, so there's a lot of nuances and information and common questions that people have. And I will admit that they're more, let's say, strength-oriented than aesthetic-oriented, but yeah. as a base, as a, as a place to start, Reddit Fitness is, is a decent place. I mean, once you get to a bit more knowledgeable levels, there's separate Reddits. There's like Reddit Weight Room, which is more for people who, who lift and who compete in powerlifting. There's Reddit Bodyweight Fitness. And then you get more into specifics like Reddit Rowing, Reddit MMA, depending on your sport and kind of what you like. Um, but it's definitely, it's a little bit overwhelming at times. People are absolutely assholes on the site. They're extremely, extremely pedantic. I mean, you, you make the slightest, slightest incorrect uh, statement and people will just jump down your throat as if you, you know, shot their mother or something. So, <laughs> yeah. Has that helped the, the good stuff rise to the top, though? Well, I think part of it is that, you know, you got to have a thick skin. you got to be able to defend yourself. And, yeah, I mean, you know, when people are so kind of, they enjoy the gotchas, right? And if you can write stuff that they can't gotcha on, I mean, it, it helps kind of create a, a sense of quality, right? There's a lot of strong, I mean, there's people who competed at the Arnolds there. They're PhDs. They're bio, I know there's a few editors from actual uh, biomedical journals and whatnot. So there's a lot of smart people there. There's a lot of idiots, yeah. too. You kind of have to be careful. But, yeah. you know, if you take a cynical view and you think about, okay, the person wrote XYZ, does that make sense? Uh, honestly, there's there's a lot to learn. There's uh, I will legitimately say there's a lot to learn. I know it's popular for people to hate on Reddit, but uh, if you take it with a cynical mind, there's a lot of intelligent people uh, for you to come across. And so it was from there where I found my co-founder, Curtis Frank. Uh, he was just finishing up dietetic school, and kind of as I was learning, there was a few people I would constantly message, and I kind of almost harassed them, you know, how does this work? Why is Leptin doing this? Why is Ghrelin doing this? And why is it not doing this? And, you know... I boost my testosterone by 15%. Why doesn't that matter? You know, 15% again sounds like a lot, for example, with testosterone, but it's pretty much irrelevant in the real world. So mm -hmm. he was coming out of school and, you know, he's going to go RD or PhD. And I said, listen, you know, why don't we try to build something cool? Like you have all the time in the world to become an RD or a PhD. That's never going to go away. But there's an opportunity for us to build the reference house for nutrition and supplementation. And so that was uh, over two and a half years ago now, and uh, we've been slogging since then. And I like to say that we've carved out our own little niche. I mean, we started off with maybe 50 visitors a day, and now we get almost 15,000 visitors a day. So no, no, sorry, what's your, your site's called examine.com, correct? Yeah, so <laughs> the website's examine.com, pretty much, you know, just the word examine, not examiner. Yeah. Uh, pretty simple to remember domain. Um, pretty much, you know, it's what we do. We examine the scientific evidence behind various nutrition uh, claims, let's say, and supplementation. So you'll find information such as, you know, is saturated fats bad for you? Are eggs uh, healthy? Is diet sort of bad for you? Is, uh, do you have to worry about carbs? You know, is fiber good for you? And then you get into supplements such as, you know, what does creatine do? How does creatine work? What about caffeine and and those Dr. Oz recommended supplementations and, and whatnot. And we get really esoteric, i got to admit. We have, we have over 300 supplements, so there's a lot, a lot of information there. Um, and tooting my own horn, but I believe that, you know, we've been really at it for a while. We, we're very independent. We're very neutral. We don't sell any supplements. We're, uh, uh, thankfully, again, because of what I had done before, I could bankroll it until it's kind of now 
running on its own. But mm-hmm. yeah, you know, we've carved our own niche. We're we're pretty damn big, to be honest, and I and I think we have a really nice uh, reputation reputation for being kind of unbiased and uh, independent on this. No, I would agree. I mean, you've got some really well-known and respected advisors on there. Uh, Adam Bornstein being one who I interviewed here on the podcast a few weeks back. But um, so, what are your goals with Exam? Where where do you want to take it? Um, honestly, uh, like I said, right now we're at maybe fifteen thousand visitors a day. I I just want us to get to fifty. Fifty thousand is a nice round number, but it also kind of means that we are now a legitimate source of information. I mean, we're already, uh, we get messages every day about, hey, you know, I used to buy, for example, Trib, which is the number one uh, testosterone booster on the market. And I was like, oh, I used to buy Trib, and I read your page, and I realized I was wasting money. Or, hey, you know, glutamine, which is the number one muscle builder after protein and whey protein itself. You know, it's like, oh, I used to buy this, and now I read your website, and I realized I was just wasting my money, so thank you. And it's kind of cool. You know, we're making a dent in all the marketing and all the other garbage that goes around supplementation. So... My goal only is to become bigger and bigger and, and become a very, very reputable source of information Excuse me, on supplements and nutrition. That's really it. That's just our goal. No, that's great. Um, now, I'm just on your website now. So, I mean, if people go there, you've, I mean, as you said, you've got like 300 different different supplements, you know, from the popular ones, you know, fish oil and creatine, um, caffeine, and then to obviously some sort of less known uh, supplements. Yeah. Uh, does it include er- uh, herbs as well? Yeah, we have a lot of herbs. Yeah. We actually cover a lot of the um, TCM, the traditional Chinese medicine and Ayurvedic, which is the Indian medication. Um, and, you know, it's kind of interesting, to be honest, the stuff like berberine, which is uh, traditional Chinese medication, it's actually really potent as, a, as an agent to decrease blood sugar. It's pretty much as, mm-hmm. as potent as metformin, which is the number one uh, diabetic drug. So we definitely cover all herbs. We cover anything we find interesting. Um, like I said, we have over 300 supplements now. So there's a lot of there's popular ones. There's even stuff like blueberries, and then there's you know random things like dill or lao coriander, which is not something you kind of hear about every day. Yeah. Um, let's let's dive into the supplements uh, goals guide, which I guess I mean you started the website first, and then the the guide you developed. Um, I'm assuming like I mean, it's most of the information that's on your site already, but you've compiled it in a way that um, is very you know reader friendly. Um, it's a good you know I have a science background and you know I can read and decipher a lot of sort of the more scientific right. articles and stuff. But I think um, you know was your goal to write it in a way too that uh, people who don't have that science background can can understand this and take away. Um, you know, messages and information that they can use for their own benefit as well? Absolutely. I mean, the thing about supplementation is in terms of athletics, which is what most people talk about, other than creatine and caffeine and maybe beta-alanine, you know, it doesn't honestly really work. And even then, consistency and hard work and lifting heavy weights, those pretty much trump everything else, right? Get enough sleep. That's pretty much the number one uh, supplement you can actually do. But the thing about supplementation is when you come to specific health goals, which depends on each person, right, supplementation can make a big difference. So I mentioned berberine, which is really good for blood sugar control. So it's, I have a lot of diabetic friends who absolutely love berberine. There's a lot of doctors I know who specialize in diabetics and with diabetics, I mean, and they're big fans of berberine. You know, it's, it's over the counter. It's, it has its downsides in certain areas, but in other ways, it's extremely potent. And then there's mm-hmm. stuff like... Um, 
you know, if you have PCOS, polycystic ovarian syndrome, you know, the myo-inositol actually helps a lot with that. So our viewpoint on supplementation is, you know, we'll agree that for sports performance, there's only a couple that work. We won't even dispute that at all. But when you come to very specific health goals, and, and again, that depends on people, right? Supplementation can work, and at the same time, supplementation in certain areas can cause problems, right? If you look at blood pressure, for example, caffeine increases your blood pressure. Now, you and I may know that, and, and I'm sure a lot of your listeners here know that too, but to a lot of people, they don't realize that caffeine can do that. So if you already have high blood pressure and you're already a heavy coffee drinker, it would make sense for you to maybe switch decaf a little bit or stuff like that. So mm -hmm. what we did was we've made this reference guide, which only looks at scientific evidence done in humans. No rat models, no Petri dish, no test tubes, nothing like that. And we say, hey, you know, for this supplement, what does it do and what doesn't it do? So that's the easy reference part from our website anyway. But then we took it the other direction, right? Those health goals I was talking about, the contextual things. So we have roughly 200 health goals, and they could be blood pressure, they could be libido, blood sugar, like I talked about, you know, cognition, memory, stuff like that. And we say, hey, for this specific health goal of yours, here are the supplements that have an effect on it, and here's what they do. Do they improve it? Do they decrease it? And whatnot. So it's, it's meant to be, yeah, you know, for the lay person who just wants to know what supplements should I actually consider taking, which one should I actually be wary of and not take, it is a very easy way to look these supplements up and, you know, potentially, honestly, save a lot of money. You know, when I just mentioned glutamine and trib, there's a lot of other supplements that people are spending a lot of money on thinking it's going to make a difference, but in reality, it's not really doing much other than, you know, emptying out their wallet for them. So it's, it's meant to be a, a very easy-to-use reference for supplements and what they do and don't do. That's cool. Um, let's talk about a couple examples. I mean, what are a couple uh, supplement examples that people, uh, you know, according to your research and, and the guide that are, they're wasting a lot of money on? Well, the popular ones that uh, people are wasting money on is TRIB, which is uh, used as a testosterone booster. It's a libido booster is, is the reality. And the obvious connection is, you know, if your testosterone is up, your libido is up, right? You feel good. You feel kind of antsy, let's say, and whatnot. And so what TRIB does is it increases your libido without actually increasing your testosterone. And because we connect the two so much in our culture and in our minds, you think, oh, because my libido, my libido is up, my testosterone is up. But unfortunately, that doesn't happen. Uh, another common one is glutamine. So glutamine is an amino acid. It's really easy to get via regular diet, you know, just protein and whatnot. And what glutamine does is if you can get it to your muscle cells, it actually helps on a dose-dependent manner. It actually helps grow muscle tissue. But the reality is in our actual human bodies, the small intestines love glutamine. So other than, you know, the amount that they actually let pass through your muscles, they pretty much sequester all the glutamine for themselves. So as a supplement, glutamine, again, becomes kind of useless. And then the other one that's really popular is glucosamine. You know, it's really popular as joints. For joints. Yeah, yeah, for joint pain relief. It's actually really, really, really popular. But when you actually look at it, glutamine uh, hydrochloride, I believe, is pretty much useless. It's actually found to be useless. And glutamine, uh, sorry, glucosamine sulfate is the only one that works. And even then, it only works a little bit for people who have osteoarthritis. I mean, joint pain is not osteoarthritis. That's a whole different issue, right? Joint pain is mm -hmm. inflammation and lack of recovery and whatnot. So if you looked up recovery, for example, you'd find that uh, glucosamine is useless, but you find something like curcumin, which is found in turmeric, 
is actually really good for uh, pain relief in your joint. So it's stuff like that, you know, that it helps you identify things that are useless and then helps you identify things that actually work. For example, the curcumin and joint pain. Yeah, exactly. And it, and one of the things too I find it, you know people get carried away with with supplements and um you know at the end of the day they they are supplements. They are meant to supplement your and your diet. Um so um and of course I'm sure you're an advocate as well. Like, you know, eat the right foods first. Drink the right fluids before you start taking supplements. Absolutely. I mean, that's what I say that when people ask me what supplement should I take? I mean, the number one supplement honestly is sleeping. Right? It's hilarious when people go out on the weekend, they drink, you know, 10, 15 different shots of alcohol, they have four hours of actually garbage sleep, they wake up haggard the next day, and then they're like, hey, what supplement can I take to get bigger and stronger? Well, think about it, right? Like, get your sleep. It's, it's amazing how important sleep is in your day-to-day operations. I mean, it influences all of the hormones in your body. It's the time when your body finally gets to relax, to take a break, to recover, to rebuild. And, and people abuse that. So, you know, unless you're getting your sleep right, unless you're getting enough protein in your diet and you're not eating too much or eating too little, I mean, supplementation, again, yeah, like you said, right, even the, the word itself lends it uh, to itself right there. It's something to make your overall diet and nutrition and whatnot better, but it will not replace your base. And if you don't have your base in, in the right, you know, in the right way, then you're just wasting your time and money. I mean, myself, I take I take a multivitamin, um, not every day, but uh, most I do, and I, I take uh, a fish oil, and that's that's pretty much it. Um, you know, I try to get everything else from diet, um, fish oil, and I may have to look some more at your website, but um, I think there is some benefit to fish oil. Um, so I'd be interested to see, you know, what, what do you take on a regular basis? Wait a minute, you don't take vitamin D? Oh, I take vitamin D as well. Uh, yeah, pretty. <laughs> I have it at my desk at work, actually, and I, yeah, I don't take it at home. I have it at my desk at work, so I take it um, typically five out of seven days. Ah, close enough, close enough. <laughs> uh, personally, I only take vitamin D. Uh, I do take creatine. I actually make my mom take it too. It's just one of those supplements that has that's extremely cheap, that has an incredible safety profile, and its benefits are just one of those things that are beyond just power output and muscular building. I mean, it's essentially extra energy for your cells. And if your cells are ever starved of energy, it can be that little difference between your cell dying and your cell surviving, uh, which is not, it, it makes it almost sound life-threatening, but it's not. But creatine is essentially one of those good, cheap general health compounds. So I take that. I take vitamin D. And I don't even take fish oil because I eat fatty fish regularly. I love smoked salmon. Absolutely love it. You give it to me by itself in a salad, in a bagel with cream cheese, whatnot. I will destroy smoked salmon all day long. <laughs> so I, I get enough of my omega-3s to, uh, uh, through smoked salmon to not have to worry about fish oil. Yeah, so you're good there. Yeah. Um, back to creatine. I mean, creatine, that's another uh, supplement that I think is kind of flip-flopped in a way. I know it was popular, you know, when I was hmm, probably early university days for me, and I was lifting weights, and you know, a lot of bodies were taking creatine. Yeah. Um, and then... You know, it seemed like it sort of lost its popularity because everyone kind of freaked out and said, "Wait a second, there's no re- long-term research on yeah. on creatine. Um, be careful, or or you know, don't take it." Um, so, where are we at now with creatine? I mean, obviously, there's got to be some good research research out there. You're taking it yourself, and your mom's taking it. 
And um, what are they saying yeah, now? Yeah, I, I remember when Mark McGuire was taking it and it was compared to steroids and whatnot, and it was just like, wow, you literally cannot compare the two. Uh, honestly, creatine is literally just uh, inside your body. It essentially helps replenish ATP, which is essentially the, let's say, the energy unit for your cells. So it's it's completely harmless. I mean, it gets saturated. The problem with creatine was that uh, one of the tests for kidney failure is how much creatinine is expelled by your kidneys. And creatinine, just by taking it, produces creatinine, but is not doing it through your kidneys. So there was this huge kind of brouhaha about, oh, no, it's damaging your kidneys and, and this and that. But there's literally over a dozen studies showing that, you know, in RCTs and whatnot, that creatinine is completely safe for your kidneys. Um, I mean, again, you can if you can ingest two pounds of red meat a day, you're pretty much getting enough creatine for your body anyway. So it's not like it's also an unnatural substance. Um, and, you know, we've had safety profiles of now, I think, 20 years where there's been absolutely no problem whatsoever. And they've done washouts where, you know, it takes four to six weeks to just completely clear out of your system. You don't have to worry about a kind of residual toxin or anything like that. So, yeah, honestly, creatine is, is completely clean. It's completely safe. Um, and even, I mean, there's studies where one, the, I remember there's one guy, a case study who has one kidney and even that kidney had, uh, renal issues. I mean, it was, it wasn't a 100% kidney and he was, he was able to take creatine without any problems. So if he could do it, I'm pretty sure we all can do it. Um, and what they're finding now is creatine could actually have like cognitive benefits because of that, um, cell energy kind of thing I was telling you about. It can actually help keep your synapses in order and it could even help, uh, make SSRIs, which are used for anti-depression. Um, it can make mm -hmm. them more potent. So absolutely. There's, the only downside to creatine is if you don't drink enough water, it can cause some stomach cramping. But honestly, if you can't get enough water in, that's, that's your own fault. So I'm only going to point the finger at you if, you if you manage to do that somehow. There you go. Mm -hmm. uh, I want to talk a bit about um, the supplement industry, I guess. I mean, you guys, I'm sure you've been contacted by supplement companies. I mean, your, your site's got a lot of traction. You've got your guide out there. There's got to be some supplement companies out there going, what the hell are you guys doing? Yeah, yeah. We get uh, we don't get a lot of direct grief. Um, we get a lot of, uh, let's say there's companies always willing to offer us their private research. There's companies I'm always sure. very interested in uh, sponsoring our work. Uh, there's companies very interested in having us test out their products and whatnot. Um, and the nice thing is because we've taken a very blanket statement of saying we're not working with any supplement companies, we're independent, we're not selling your brand, we're not selling your stuff, you know, you could be my best friend and I'm not selling your stuff. So it's been easy to just say, hey, here's our policy and that's all there is to it. But yeah. we've, we've definitely been offered, uh, I mean, there's never been a direct, hey, you know, take this down and we'll give you this much money. But it's one of those, hey, you know, if you were to reword this, perhaps, then we'd be happy to sponsor you to, you know, $2,000 in a glutamine page or whatnot, right? And uh, th I'm very thankful I'm in a position where that kind of stuff doesn't really matter to me. Uh, you know, I live a pretty good life. I get to go on long walks with my dog. I travel two, three, four, five times a year, and, and I read all the time. So it's, it's been easy to say no, but absolutely, we've... Uh, <laughs> We get contacted quite frequently by supplement companies about, uh, you know, hey, you know, we'd like to share some interesting research with you, which is absolutely not peer-reviewed or in any way whatsoever. So, yeah, they're, they're, uh, yeah. but we stay away from them pretty much in general. We really don't have any contact with anyone. That's cool. I, I appreciate your guys' stance. I mean, I just love going to your site, too. It, it's clean, and there's no advertising, which, you know, if you go on to... 
you know, you're reading an, an article on, uh, you know, it could be a newspaper article online or something, and, you know, you see ads popping up, and you it, it just kind of screams, like, it's, it's offside, or you don't know if you should believe it. Yeah, there's also a lot of sponsored writing now in the industry. I mean, you go to, like, Forbes magazine or, or Fortune magazine, and there's these gushing reviews of supplementation, and they're lit, written by lawyers or people who have absolutely no reason to even be writing about supplementation, uh, you know, who have absolutely no connection with it. So it's... Uh, it's a very murky business, let's say. Um, and, yeah. and I have to admit, I get a, I get a few jollies off of, you know, here we are kind of doing our own thing. And uh, we were kind of ignored at first because, hey, you know, here's some nerds doing what they're doing. But, you know, we've worked hard at it and, and it's been kind of gratifying to uh, build up our revenue, build up our, our reputation. And we're, you know, completely in the clear on our own. Feels nice. No, I love it, man. You guys are doing great work. Thank you. <laughs> um. What about you? What do you What are you doing for workouts now? Or how are you staying fit? Um, unfortunately, I'm a, a genetic uh, disaster. I have uh, Ehlers-Danlos syndrome, which is basically means uh, I have very loose ligaments. So mm-hmm. uh, pretty much, I'm in a constant state of injury. So that previous ACL injury I told you about, uh, I had surgery. I had it all fixed, but now my other side is torn, um, and it was so bad that even the doctors were they actually let out an audible woe. So a few months before, yeah, they were actually pretty impressed where the MRI said my, my ACL is gone, my MCL, LC are mostly gone, my menisci is gone, I have a, uh, of accumulation of synovial fluid, I have a, a burst Baker cyst, and I have microfractures in my fibula from one little, uh, yeah, one little uh, disaster playing soccer. So most of my own workouts are, are more geared towards, let's say, you know, tendon and ligaments, uh, uh, strength building because they tend to lag right behind actual muscular uh, uh, development ligaments and tendons uh, take a bit more longer they need more blood their blood flow is really poor so you have to work in really high reps negative con- uh, concentrics and whatnot to um, to build up their strength so I know what I'm good at which is uh, let's say nutrition which is uh, letting Curtis doing research we just hired a doctor uh, nine days ago and we're actually working on hiring another uh, research it, kind of vet all our information. So uh, I know who's good at what, so I let them kind of do what they do best, and I just make it easy for them to, you know, get their research on and, and be able to make a, a little bit of a difference in the supplement industry. That's great, man. Uh, and I know you mentioned, or we, we, we chatted about earlier, um, the possibility, and I'm not going to put you on the spot here, but uh, giving away a couple copies of the supplement goals reference guide to uh, a couple of lucky listeners absolutely you know we've hung out before uh, we're local torontonians uh, for your for your listeners i'd be absolutely happy to give away a few copies it's uh, your show your rules you tell me whom and you tell me when and i will get it to them not a problem that is awesome well let's let's decide together so uh we'll we'll choose a couple winners um why don't we say the winners have to go uh to the blog healthynomics.com slash examine we'll use that url um go there and then they they've got to put a comment in so what, what do they have to comment what do you think uh they can comment about anything they want and hey if they've got a question we'll give them two entries for that how about that let's do that so uh, put any con- comment in there for one entry, and uh, if you've got a specific sort of supplement nutritional question, uh, throw that in there, and you'll you'll get an extra entry. Boom, done. Done. That was easy. Um, and we'll keep it open for um, a week and a half or so. Sounds good. 
healthynomics.com slash examine. Um, so what's up next for you guys over at examine? You've hired someone else. Um, what's next? Are you updating the guide or, um, yeah, know, well, tell me, tell me what's happening. Well, the guide is one of those things where it's essentially if you're purchasing, it's a lifetime updates. It's basically generated from our database. So as long as we update the site, the guide's getting updated and there's no additional uh, fee to you. Um, in terms of us, honestly, yeah, it's just, you know, we have our strengths and we admittedly have our weaknesses in terms of reading research is not something that one just becomes good at and that's all there is to it, right? There's different parts of it. There's methodology, there's statistical analysis, stuff like that. So uh, Curtis has his strengths and he has his weaknesses and we are either going to hire one or two more people to focus on the research end, to verify everything he said, to kind of be devil's advocates. Because again, you know, we're not interested in just being big and just being well-known. We're interested in actually being a source of legitimate information. We want to be used in academia and whatnot. So that's kind of our, our next step is we're growing well. Like I said, we're pretty much at 15,000 visitors a day now. We just continue to grow. And right now our focus is just ensuring that the quality of information um, is really good. And, and part of it is, so I said we men uh, I mentioned that we hired a doctor about a week and a few days ago. And the reason was that is that, you know, there's practical experience you'll learn in the lab, there's practical experience you learn being an actual nutritionist, there's practical experience you get from being an actual doctor. So when we did our baking soda page, one of our uh, advisors, Dr. Brian Chung, who's actually both uh, PhD and MD, he mentioned about, you know, how they use baking soda with patients in the hospital. And this is kind of information that, you know, he has experience with it, so he can share and he can say, you know, this is why we did what we do. And that's kind of our goal now is to build up a broad base of really intelligent, really smart people with their own skill sets so that when you go to examine.com, you can be really confident that, you know, this is not just the work of one or two people. You know, we've had four or five, six heads come together, look at the information, verify what's going on so you can really, really rely on what we're stating. So that's kind of our, our next step. That's cool, man. And uh, where can people, if they want to get in touch with you or follow you online, where can they do that? Um, well, like you said, healthynomics.com slash examine. Throw a comment there. I'll be more than happy to respond if you have any questions. Our website's examine.com. It's got a contact page. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter, examine.com. Uh, you can find the links on the site. Uh, pretty much, yeah, if you have any questions, I, I suggest just post a comment on your site, and I will keep an eye. You know, people always do podcasts, and then they don't really respond to questions and whatnot. I, on the other hand, I have way too much time on my hand, like I said. So I'll be sure to keep an eye on those comments. And if they have any questions, I'll be more than happy to respond to them. That's awesome, Saul. Hey, well, listen, uh, a huge thank you to you for your time and expertise uh, and, and your work on Examine uh, and your your colleagues over at Examine as well. Um, it's uh, much appreciated. Thank you. We, we, we try our best, and I'll be sure to send the, your kind words on to the rest of the team. That's great. Everyone, uh, that's it for now, and uh, we hope to see you on the next episode. Awesome. Thank you for having me, Mark.